There's never a reason to cheat. Justifiably so. You can never justify the act of cheating. You can always divorce. But I can understand why it exists. Husband and wife are words. But in those terms, there are certain things expected and required within that construct of husband and wife. Mm -hmm. If the person in those titles are not meeting and living up to those constructs and what they mean, that's not a marriage. You don't get married to be miserable. You get married to be divorced. You try to do your best. We all try to do our best. And sometimes we just fail miserably. I didn't know how to operate inside of a marriage as an individual. I only knew how to operate as a wife. I just thought, well, if I had the perfect husband, if my husband made me feel better about X, Y, and Z, but I didn't know who I was or what my needs or what my wants were. When we know we messed up and other people know we messed up, when you can no longer hide from yourself and you're forced to face yourself, then begins the moment of great change. Welcome to the Other Woman and the Wife podcast, where we delve into the complex and often taboo topic of infidelity. I'm your host, Chelsea, and in this episode, I am joined by a special guest, Greg. I met Greg on TikTok, and he had incredible commentary to offer on my content. He was both inspiring and influential on me, and I felt that his words needed to be shared on a giant loudspeaker, which is why I invited him on this podcast. In this episode, we're going to delve into confronting the topic of infidelity in a marriage. So without further ado, let's jump in. Welcome to my podcast, Greg. You actually told me long ago, you said, Chelsea, the time will be ordered. And I didn't believe you then, but I believe you now. (laughs) How are you? Hey, I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm so stoked to have you on this podcast. I think that you have, you know blessed me with really amazing insight and conversation, and I'm happy to be able to share it with other people. Okay. (laughs) I would like to start this conversation with reading you something that you actually wrote to me. This is what you wrote. You said, what is actually beautiful about the journey through betrayal, deceit, and deconstruction of acceptable social behaviors is the truth and reality of redemption, the discovery of a respect, love, and self-awareness that many couples who suffer infidelity will never know. The expansion of wisdom and insight, the material for life coaching that has been birthed and developed by the human failure is light that exposes a darkness. People cheat every day and don't know how and why they make that choice. How and why it became an option, hurt, pain, frustration, demon relief, and release. This is a healing stream, a soul-liberating resource, Even the cheater needs counsel and healing. Keep it up. I'm with this. Wow. Yeah. What compelled you to write that? I heard you first. I was totally stoked. My foundation is redemption. Hey, we all flawed. Mm -hmm. We all damaged. We all have issues. And no matter what we do as, as human beings, we need to be enlightened on how to navigate our own failures you know it's not easy to recognize you failed and then you cannot help yourself help yourself mm-hmm. <laughs> you need other voices you need external voices you need 
other people who can see and help you navigate your pain and your hurt. But yes, I heard you talking about it so openly, um, just sharing your point of view. And then, then the story, I heard your whole story. Um, at some point, that I heard the whole backstory, you know, and I'm like, wow, she got some nerve. Good. That's good. Thank yeah, you. I'm, I'm serious. Thank you very I'm much. I'm serious, man. Yeah. Um, can you tell me a little bit about why you think redemption is so important for the human soul? I start from my own personal place of, I'm not religious at all. I'm not religious at all. I hate religion. I hate religion <laughs> at all, period. Up front. But I am spiritual. And I do believe in a a creator who is intelligent. He was the designer of all of this. And when I met him, it wasn't in church. It wasn't a preacher around. It was me doing my life the way I was doing it. Yes, and I wasn't a really nice guy. <laughs> but um, I did want change. But I didn't know what change looked like. So I found out that he already knew. Here, here's the point. When he, when, he, when he changed me, he already knew me. And mm-hmm. he never judged me. I learned from, from his word, he never judged me. He just knew me and loved me in spite of my faults and failures, my damage, my issues. He just loved me as Gregory. And so my foundation is that everybody is flawed. Every human being has in them secrets, darkness, that they don't want it ever to be revealed. And I don't care if it is revealed, I still, I'm still going to love you. I owe no man nothing but love. That's what my foundation is. I owe every person love, honor, and respect. That's why I've, I've been able to, to talk to murderers, talk to rapists, mm-hmm. Um, yep, they're doing their time still, but they still have a need to know their redemption even for them, no matter how dark it is. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's incredible. You mentioned that you spend time helping people in prison. As a person who is confronted with infidelity, what advice would you give a person listening to this on how you can become a better friend to a person who goes through a tough time like infidelity? No judgment. Just don't judge. Mm-hmm. You said, I think it was um, this week, I saw it up on your page, you was a post, but someone said to you, but you're not, you're not caring about people. And I, my, my response was, no. I think she, has, she doesn't care. She knows it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter what you think about her. And no judgment is so hard, though. It's so <laughs> hard. How does one get to a place where they don't judge someone for their, what some people would call reprehensible actions? Self-awareness. That's why, that's why that's the foundation. Until, until everyone <laughs> is honest. Do you know the person who is being the most critical already knows that they got they have issues. They already know that. It's just a, like it's just a it's just the first response is, um, it's not a conscious that I'm better than you, but it's easy to just sit down on the person who's obviously who who has an obvious overt um, negative trait. You know, there you a cheater, and that 
you automatically, you are, listen, you are fried, fricasseed, barbecued, you know, you know, you are done. Well, you are mm-hmm. well done, you know, you're through. But when, when I first heard you, my first thought was, let me get in on this, man, because my first, my first thing I wrote, I think I wrote was about, about um, we all are hurt, damaged, we all have darkness, and we all need to be found a way to have somebody. I mean, I went through the whole thing trying to explain we all need redemption. We all need help. We all need hope. So I'm glad you're giving people hope, you know. I think having hope when you're lost is really, really hard. So can you tell me a little bit more about how you deal with things when you feel lost? How do you find that hope? Hope finds us. The universe always does its job. Human beings were never meant to be independent of their creator. They were always meant to be his babies. And so even when you ignore him, he still knows you need him. So what happens is in times of when, when we're desperate, when we're at our lowest point, I'll give you a, a crackhead, a heroin addict, if you're a, a thief on the run, a murder on the run, if you're the worst person in the world, if you're an infant, if you're you committing adultery, and you in your shoes and did what you, what, what you and Stan went through, when you turn around and you just sigh, sometimes you don't even have to say a word. You don't have to even pray. You just sigh. And he interprets that as, here's what you need. And, I have, and hope has a way of showing up as a person, as a kind word, as a kind gesture, or someone who just understands. It just shows okay. up. It does. It does show up in very unique ways. I will say that when I was little, I definitely had my hope in my religion. And as I've kind of deconstructed a little bit about the purpose that religion serves, I've I've felt myself kind of taking my hope and putting it in other avenues of my life. And rather than it existing in one entire basket, it's actually a little bit here, a little bit there. How would you advise me on where my happiness lies? It's funny because just this morning I was thinking about um, how often people desire to be loved. People want to be happy. They want to be valued. They want to be validated. They want attention. People want... People just want to be, to feel good about themselves, about their life, um, their existence. And we have a lot of great people in the world today who, who give these speeches, who, who deal with motivational, motivational speeches, and they offer people these platitudes, these one-liners, these phrases to build up confidence. And but I think we all know in reality that true happiness comes from within. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't want to whack as a philosopher, get all deep on this thing, try to go down some rabbit hole, trying to. But I'm saying is, it is true. To be content within, to be content within oneself, to be comfortable with one's, inside of one's own spirit, inside of one's own soul, emotions, your mind, to find a way to internalize what really matters to you. 
Mm-hmm. Now, but some people, for most people, I, I see how a, a person can be 20 years old, 19, 20, and they they get married. They're both same age, but they and they've been they build their life with trappings. They they build a world of education, get their degrees, get their jobs, mm-hmm. make the money, they buy an apartment, then they get a house. And so you build up this life, but you're building the trappings. You you constantly building the externals. You're constantly creating in the the, the 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 life, but you're doing it on the external things which what, what your mind is focused on. The trappings of life, the house, the cars, even the clothes you the wear, the marriage, the trips. Yes. Yes. So even the marriage is ideal. So I got the marriage now. Then the kids. So we're adding on without never truly being, but we're evolving externally. We're evolving. We go from, the, from, a, from an apartment to our first house. We go from no kids to one kid, then two kids. We go from mm-hmm. the, the job promotion to the boss, supervisor. We evolve in every other way except emotionally. Except mm-hmm. within. Mm-hmm. We never grow. So now here you are, 49, 39, 35, 45, still seeing life through the eyes of a 19-year-old with the same desires you have you as 19 and 20. But you don't. You have to evolve emotionally, but you don't even know it. What are your thoughts, what are your thoughts on having desires that go unmet? Woo! If you are the other woman in your relationship and you love this podcast, you would love the Other Women Community. The Other Women Community is a membership program designed to help other women just like you reclaim their relationship with themselves and heal from their affair. We provide a safe and supportive environment for you to open up and talk about your experiences. We give you the tools and resources you need to grow into an authentic, empowered individual. If you're ready to take the next step in your healing journey, head on over to theotherwomanandthewife.com slash community to learn more about the membership and all it has to offer. What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on having desires that go unmet? Woo! Causation and correlation. Like, causation and correlation. Causation, causation and, cor- and correlation. The, hey, I don't I, I just this morning, I always state there's never a reason. To cheat, justifiably so. You can never justify the act of cheating. You can always divorce. You can't justify cheating. You can never say cheating is okay. But I can understand why it exists. That's the point. That's why. Yeah. But but then also right, and I get I get I get heat for this too. I say well, but causation and correlation exist. If you want to, mm-hmm. if you want to just say he's a cheater, okay, yeah, but okay, let's, let's agree. Let's agree that cheating is wrong. Let's agree that cheating isn't the preferred route. But you can marry someone, be married, but you're married to a person, not a construct, mm-hmm. not an idea. You're married to another person, and you can be miserable. Don't. Don't listen. Husband and wife are words, are terms. But in those terms, we there are certain things expected and required within that construct of husband and wife. If mm-hmm. if the person in those titles are not meeting and and living up to those constructs and what they mean, that's not a marriage. You're just miserable. Living with someone 
in a marriage construct that does not produce happiness or anything you signed up for. Is marriage supposed to produce happiness? It's not. It's not the marriage. That's only an event. It takes five, ten minutes. The marriage, the marriage itself is a relationship. Yeah. Marriage is an event. But what you have when you come together as husband, quote unquote, wife, is you have you have an agreed upon contract, I guess, to have a relationship that produce certain certain things you, you sign up for. Love, to be cherished, to happiness, and, and all things you sign up for. You didn't expect to be hurt, to be and then you find out that you didn't even know who you were. You are you, you and oh my God, don't get me started with religion. With religion and marriage, I can't even start that journey. <laughs> trying to express how much negativity, how many constraints and restraints I put on my people using God as the reason why and all the confusion that comes out of that. I can't even start. I got your whole I want to have. Somebody asked me the other day, they said, Chelsea, how do you know, like you've been in two marriages, how do you know that this marriage is the marriage that you want? And I have been sitting with that question for a week and a half now, trying to figure out how I can answer it. So you're married, correct? 45 years. 45 years. How do you know this is the marriage you want? It depends on God. I tell you. I can tell you. <laughs> You're surprised you got to 45 years? It's the one I got, you know. And Oh, it's the one I got. Oh. We've had, so in, in every marriage, quote unquote, inside of the idea of marriage, inside of the marital concept of marriage, two people commit to each other to build a life together. But now, if you really look at it, it's just two individuals agreeing to try to have an harmonious convergence and confluence of thoughts. Jesus, it's difficult. It's, marriage is difficult. That's but not news. The problem is they're constantly evolving. Their needs are constantly changing. Mm -hmm. And many times we don't even know who we are. We've never learned who we are. I said, once they have to believe, marriage will bring out the worst mm -hmm. qualities because you feel like you're constrained by the construct of marriage because you're married. You touching on the fact that marriage, basically the individuals involved, right? It is almost a way to put yourself inside of a pressure cooker. It's a very revealing relationship. Yes of I think the the biggest ways that we are broken right yes. because even in my first marriage I felt like it was a trap I felt like I had put myself into a cage locked the door and I was just holding the key inside of my hand the entire time yes. and I didn't know how to I didn't know how to operate inside of a marriage as an individual I only knew how to operate as a wife and that was really hard for me to reconcile in my mind because I, I just thought, well, if I had the perfect husband, if my husband made me feel better about X, Y, and Z, but you're right. I didn't know who I was right. or what my needs or what my wants were. How could I possibly communicate that to anybody else? Right. Yeah. See part, see, part of the problem is, and I, you know, this isn't my quote, 
but I use it often. And, and but it's one that allows me to explore that, that that very concept. For instance, people people are all born originals, but they die copies. They were born to be voices, but they all live as echoes. They never discover their true their true self. So so so, so they copy what Mama did. They copy what Daddy did. The uncles, the nephews, what's on television. They never discover their own identity. So our whole lives are, are lived as shadows. Shadows are real things. They're really a, a, a reflection. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I mean, I'm not calling you a son of a bitch. I'm saying, wow. I think it's so interesting. It's so interesting to me because for so long I was like, I had this goal inside of my head, which was whatever you do, don't become your mom. Yeah. I was like, do not become your mom, right? I didn't know my fucking yeah. mom. She didn't know herself. Yeah. Yeah. How how could I possibly not become somebody that I didn't know? Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So then once I kind of changed it to like, I don't really need to have that goal in place in my mind of what not to become, but rather discover who I am. Yes by speaking my mind and being honest about how I felt in certain situations. I think everything really changed for me when I did that. So even, you know, looking at the word echo on my screen right now and hearing you say like shadows aren't a real thing is really, it's validating in a way for me to hear that. So thank you for saying that. I love that you shared that with me. Yeah, but you know, life is not, what we think it is. And it's not on the fault of our creator. It's, it's what men do, what, what we're left with. I just got here. So I always tell myself, Greg, you just got here. So you, you can't undo everything. You can't, you can't untie every knot that they've, they've tied. But at least I can listen. And, hear, and here's, my, here's my spiel. I am grateful that I can listen to the divine architect, to the original designer of a man, and say, "But this, but that wasn't my idea. That's what that's you saw the men do that. Here's what I say: a man supposed to be the person who builds a product knows how supposed to work. You don't have to guess. He's telling you. I gave you a choice between a guide and a map. What, what, what would you choose?" I would choose a guide. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> I see. Aha. Yeah. You want to okay. know? All you right. want to know? You want to follow somebody who already know the way. You want to follow somebody who's already been that way. And and so my whole point for all that was to say this: a lot of what we do in life, we don't know the way. We're guessing. We're doing the best we can. What we have. No, we don't try to fail. You don't try to. You get married. You, get, you don't get married to be miserable. You get married to be divorced. You try to do your best. We all try to do our best, and sometimes we just fail miserably. Even the best marriages suffer. Nobody's getting through this thing unscathed, unscarred. We're all trying to manage the best we can. And here, here, here's the here's the sad 
good part or the good sad part, or I don't know how to put it, sometimes we manage to learn how we develop the capacity to cope, to tolerate, to put mm-hmm. up with. And so mm-hmm. we minimize the pain. Before you know it, before you know it, we normalize our agony. We've normalized our pain. Yeah. We've normalized our misery. Well. And it stopped being misery. God, I hope I don't normalize it. I I do hear you, though. I definitely developed an addiction to misery long ago. And uh, I'm kicking anymore. that yeah. habit to the side. <laughs> I don't think it's Kicking anymore. it. Sometimes, sometimes, <laughs> well, sometimes I say, Kelsey, please. <laughs> I oh. Send me a DM when you see that stuff, man, because I sometimes I'm like, eh, fuck this. This is reactionary behavior and this is what sells, you know? But I love it when you go up in my comment section and you're like, hey, da, da, da. you're supposed to be an example to others. Well, and I'm like, yeah, I know, Gregory. I know, but they're being assholes. Ugh. Anyways, what are your thoughts on how someone can get to a place where they can live authentically. I think that's something that I often run across while I listen to you. I think uh, human beings do not possess, I don't think we, we're not conscious of being self-aware, of measuring our activity and our actions in a way that's critical. But we can say this, my actions, my activity, my decisions, my behaviors, are or need modification. I need to do. I need to change. We can't do that in ourselves. So I said this many times. Life presents us with calamity, with traumatic situations, um, or decisions that we make out of pain, out of hurt, out of failure. And it's in that moment that, for the first time in our lives, when we know we messed up. And other people know we messed up. We can't hide from ourselves. And that's the secret. When you, when you can no longer hide from yourself and you're forced to face yourself, then begins the moment of, of great change. Because at that moment, everybody knows. <laughs> you know. Oh, everybody else knows. I do. I and so do. there's a great, that's, that's the moment we do a deep dive into ourselves and it's an introspective look. For the first time in our lives, we're questioning us. Mm-hmm. We question ourselves for the first time. And then I what are some of the What are some of the really important questions we should be asking ourselves? Oh, I'll, first and always, why? Why do I do it? Why, and why did I do it? Uh, why do I do it? Why did I do it? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because the, the, the why questions don't give answers. It makes you search. You just search. When you ask why, you start searching. It's the it's the birthing place of a deep dive. The why creates the space, the foundation for me to begin searching. And it's in the, in searching, I uncover things that I didn't even know I would even cover. Mm-hmm. I just oh my god, I I did that. Do you think we need to realize which path we are on and what exactly we are walking towards to create desire I mean, for change? I'm not sure if that's possible in terms of like knowing 
like really knowing what the path. I think that becomes a product of me discovering the path I'm on. The see the difference in to 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 know it is to already have discovered it. Before I can know it, I have to first right discover the path I'm on. And so that there, there, there are many things that brings us that will bring us to that juncture, to that place where we just we just rolled this this roll fork in the road. Mm-hmm. And now, now I can identify what road I'm on. I can can know now. Once I know where I'm trying to go, where I am, it, it's different. Knocking the resources, I can search things out. I can look. I can listen differently. Mm-hmm. I can respond differently, react differently, because I know. But discovering the knowledge to know is, yeah, that's that, that's the first step. I do want to thank you so much for your time and your willingness to share with lots of people who will very much benefit from the words that you've yeah. shared here today. So thank you so very much. Thank you. Thank you and Kevin. I appreciate you guys. Yes, absolutely. I'll see you on TikTok. Yeah, you will. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this podcast episode. We appreciate your support and would love to hear your thoughts on it. If you've made it this far, you're likely someone who is invested in the journey of being the other woman. We understand that this can be a difficult and complex experience, which is why we offer guided coaching to help you heal and move forward. We encourage you to explore the links in the episode description or visit theotherwomanandthewife.com slash coaching to learn more about our exclusive coaching program and apply today. Thank you again for your support and we look forward to seeing you in the next episode.